You're listening to the Military Homeschool Podcast. The Military Homeschool Podcast aims to equip and encourage parents by covering topics relevant to military homeschooling families. Tune in each week for tips and advice from someone who's been there as a military wife and homeschooling mom. You also hear inspiring stories and informative guest interviews with experienced military homeschoolers and experts in the educational field. The Military Homeschool Podcast is a broadcast of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Military Homeschool Podcast. Joining me today is Felice Gerwitz. She's the creator of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network, from which this podcast is broadcast, and she owns and operates Media Angels Incorporated along with her husband, Jeff. Welcome, Felice. I am so excited to have you on the show today. Oh, gosh, Crystal. Thank you so much. And I'm excited about this newest podcast that you are hosting, um, especially as it's near and dear to my heart. Well, let's just jump right in. And Felice, would you tell us about yourself and your family and your homeschooling journey? Wonderful. I'd love to. We have like three hours. <laughs> um, I logged in quite a few years homeschooling. Um, I have a background in education, early childhood education. And at that point, it was called learning disabilities. And so as an educator, I never planned on homeschooling. Um, but God gifted me with a special needs child. And so in 1986, I um, tested homeschooling. So Um, My husband and I put him, um, you know, our our oldest in a Christian school that we felt would give him the love and care he needed. And I volunteered a lot and put my second child in a very high end, very expensive preschool. And so I could go and donate my time at a a school that I paid a lot of money for so that my son could get an education. And after him uh, going through kindergarten and being told that he needed to repeat kindergarten, which, you know, in in their defense, there was a lot going on back then. It wasn't just coloring and so forth. Um, I had learned about homeschooling from a fellow friend. um, And so I thought, let me just try it because I can just do it. And if it doesn't work out, put him in school. Right. So we had the safety net and we never looked back. And so um, that was the start of many, many years. And we actually ended our homeschool journey with five children in 2018. But two years previous to that, um, the children decided, and this is my um, two youngest. So it was Anne and Michael. And we needed to have, by law, the kids had to take a Spanish class. Well, I'm Italian (laughs) or a language. And so I, you know, I could. I could hack through Italian and and English. I actually had French in college, um, but they could take a course they found um, on the college website, the local college. It wasn't a community. It was actually a four-year. And we have two uh, schools here that are four-year colleges. And so the next thing I know, they're saying, oh, this class looks like fun. And this class looks like fun. So they basically dual enrolled. And I always tease them. And I said, how did you guys do this with my approval? Like, I still don't know exactly how that happened. Um, They still did some, of course, science courses at home. And uh, so they took, I think, three classes their first year. We could argue 2016 was when that happened, Um, but it was nice because they ended up with college credits before college that really helped them a lot. 
and high school credits as well. So, you know, it was one of those uh, situations where I did a podcast and uh, my podcast is Vintage Homeschool Moms um, on the same network. And I did a podcast years ago that asked the question, um, is homeschooling what you do or who you are? And to begin with, homeschooling was what I did. And then it became what we were. It was a lifestyle for us, and we incorporated as much school as we possibly could. You know, okay, children, let's look out the window. Can you pick out any adjectives for me? You know, let's count all the blue trucks. I was like, you know, I had a lot of ideas. And so my poor kids always said, you know, mom can make anything fun school. <laughs> so so we, we uh, incorporated that. And my husband was on board. Once he saw how well our, our son did in a loving, nurturing, forgiving environment, you know, to begin with, Neil would write letters that were half a page, you know, and then slowly and surely with sand art and a bunch of other things that, you know, I found that would help tactily with him. He writes beautifully, you know, now if you, if you asked and he's doing great, he's a Lyft driver, uh, he's great with people. And so, you know, all worked well. And I did have, um, you know, we've talked about maybe doing another podcast on, you know, remediation and things like that. But out of uh, my five children, uh, three were had some form of dyslexia and learning challenges, you know, and one was one for sure was auditory processing. Out of the five, the three that went to college, some of them had you know, some struggles, the two girls, especially um, were both one was magnum sum laude and the, and the other one was cum laude, even her masters. And then the youngest was gifted. Um, it was so cute because I would say he's reading at four and I didn't even work with him. So <laughs> he was just tired of waiting around for mom. They kept saying, oh, he's not gifted. But, you know, that's typical siblings. You know, it, it's amazing because homeschooling allows uh, for a lot of adaptability. And I think that that really helps. I understand that you have a very special connection to the military that's close to your heart. Would you share that with us? I will. It was kind of a gift from God. I've had several. Uh, you're one of them, Crystal. <laughs> that oh, came in, came into so my e- email mailbox at, at some point in time, and then I we were conversing, and I find out that your husband um, is a military chaplain. Uh, so that was really special to find out. So my son, um, the youngest, surprised us one Christmas as he was heading off to bed, and this was his freshman year of college. Uh, so it was after his first semester. And he said something offhanded like, oh, by the way, I signed up for ROTC. And good night. I'm like, wait a minute, (laughs) come back here. What did you say? And have a seat. You know, like what, what is this in passing? Truthfully, he didn't want to tell me ahead of time because the boys, my two boys had always talked about it and I was not very encouraging. And I think as a mom, we think about the big picture, whereas a child wants to, especially a young man who has been brought up in a godly uh, family with a very strong, uh, you know, my husband's in construction and my husband played baseball and my husband's a very manly man. You know, he's a lot of his coaching and he's, he's more laid back than I am, but he's just that very strong father figure. And I think that, you know, my boys grew up with, you know, loving family and loving God and loving country. And so he had a real heart for serving. 
So I thought, oh, good, you can be a pastor. <laughs> that was not what he wanted to do. And he was a bright child. So I told him one time, I said, well, lawyer or doctor, pick one. And he said, neither. I'm thinking about engineering. You know, we also encouraged our children to think for themselves. And so my children did. So he uh, graduated from college just uh, this year, 2022, and he is a second lieutenant in the army. When this all happened, we had a, this is how God works in our lives. And I'm just so, so blessed by what the Lord has done in, in my life. But he uh, gave us a visiting uh, pastor to our church who was a retired army military chaplain. <laughs> that is so neat. <laughs> and my number three son, because um, he would hear me trying to talk to Michael and like, are you sure? Can you please explain why? What are your what is your thought process? You know, teacher and me asking a thousand questions. And Nick said to me, Mom, God gave us this pastor. Go talk to him after you know service. So I did. And so he was really encouraging. And I spoke to him several times and uh, we had a very lengthy, you know, conversation where he just really assured me um, that, you know, everything in our lives basically is something we know. And that is that we're, you know, under God's perfect will for our lives, whatever that is. And, you know, as a parent, um, even with five children, I tried very hard to not micromanage because I re realized that about myself. But I think deep down, it was one of those, you know, let go and let God. Um, but Michael also ranked... Um, in the highest of the 15th percentile of all second lieutenants graduating. And so, you know, he got some, I should know this, but <laughs> some little award honorary things. And then he also got a lot of other special things when he was in the ROTC for their, you know, their area. Uh, so I, you know, I'm, I'm really happy for him and um, he goes to Fort Benning uh, the end of July. So I ask everyone for their prayers since this is a good group to probably ask for prayers. And, um, and I know there's a lot of kindred Definitely. spirits out there. Well, that is awesome. And that brings me then to another question. I'm curious, do you feel that homeschooling prepared your son for serving in the military? And if so, in what way? It, that's such a good question. And I think in so many ways it did. For one, um, I am really big um, and, and it's kind of like a one of my uh, soap um, box types of things. I'm actually going to be uh, doing this topic for a conference uh, online next next week. Um, but it's on giving children time to think. And I think that so many times we are inundated, and even with my my kids and my schedule and their schedules. I ran Media Angels, which was a publishing company. I run this network and another network. I was also homeschooling and publishing books. And at one point, I was even publishing other authors, which was a whole nother thing, going to conference speaking, having online conferences. And so in doing all of that, you need cooperation from your family, right? And so it, it homeschooling gave my children time to be independent learners in a lot of ways. There were still some subjects that we did together as a family, like one uncompromising was Bible 
We always prayed in every morning. We did the Pledge of Allegiance, even through high school <laughs> kids. Really, if they were trying to wait for me, if I got sucked into the vortex of, I tried not to. I learned I can't look at emails first thing in the morning, even if I run a business. I had to leave it till later. But if by some chance I got sucked in and started having to put out so-called fires, um, I would hear them behind me because I'm in I'm in my office now. Um, starting without me. You know, they would pray together and they would do the pledge. And so then I'd go out there and then even if they had started other subjects, then they'd take a break, not happily, I might add, but, you know, and then we would go into whatever we were working on together as a family. Secondly, I think having the children home for the bulk of the time instead of, you know, just borrowing them for some hours. And I know there's a lot of things now that are, Uh, very popular, like co-op schools and things like that. But I know that having my kids here every day, and it's funny, we co-opt, but not in high school. And usually people do it the opposite way. They co-op and will do group things. Um, We did one lab together in high school that I ended up teaching. But what I found, Crystal, was that I was spending so much of my time teaching other people's children and prepping for that that I was not spending as much time with my own children. So when, when they were in high school and they needed me a little bit more for different things, there wasn't enough of me to go around. So I actually did the one class when they were, you know, high school-ish. And then we were just at home. Um, and I think what helped too is my kids are sports kids. So Anne played softball and even in college, and then the boys played baseball and even in college. That also was very disciplined. You know, you have to practice if you're going to be at that level to be a collegiate athlete. You know, they, Anne and Michael, um, Anne started out um, JUCO, which is um, junior college, and then she transferred to a D1, which Mike started at D1. So that's like the highest level of competition. And you have to be disciplined. So homeschooling allowed my kids to pursue their interests, giving them time to think, giving them that, you know, heads up that there's not a lot of discipline at that point, you know, especially high school. Um, You and I are going to do a podcast on getting a head start and on my um, homeschool uh, channel podcast. Um, But, you know, we'll talk more about it then, but also a head start means, you know, not only academically, but spiritually. And I think that when the kids catch your vision and it's their vision too, that it is a whole different type of, um, you know, focus for them. Uh, So my kids were very busy and very focused in a lot of things, but they also had time for the things that they wanted to pursue. We just found, I've been looking for this video. Uh, the we studied, um, you know, fulcrums, and the kids made this huge catapult, like dangerous huge catapult. And I was going through videos because I do videos for my kids when they graduate from high school and one for college. And going through all the videos, I found the catapult ones that both Michael and Nick did. And my husband and I kind of shook our heads and said, "I can't believe." we allowed that, you know, it's kind of, (laughs) we have a construction family. So there was a lot of wood around here. That was not an assignment, Crystal. They decided they wanted to do that. And I also think the kids had a love of God. And I mentioned this before and a love of family and a love of serving. 
they really were patriot. They're patriotic kids. You know, even on the baseball field, when kids didn't want to take off their, because you know, it always starts with national anthem, and they would just like elbow other kids. You know, take off your hat and be just be respectful. So I think all of that, you know, came into play as homeschoolers. You know what you said about spending a lot of time together. I think is so important because kids are like mirrors. They're going to mirror what they see. So Mm -hmm. if they're spending all day somewhere else outside of the home or away from you, they're going to mirror our culture. But if they're with you, they see how you treat or react to situations or uh, how you feel about your faith, patriotism, and, you know, all that, they're going to mirror that. And so I think that it's important that we spend that time with our kids and that's the blessing of homeschooling, but also it gives a foundation that I feel that our children wouldn't get if we were sending them off even to a co-op where they were spending a lot of time away from us. We get them for such a short amount of time and then they, we launch them. Yeah. And so such a short amount of time. So during your homeschooling days, then what, what did you find to be the most challenging aspect of homeschooling for you? You know, at one point I probably would have said curriculum, but as time went on, curriculum was so much easier to find. And now I feel bad for homeschooling families because you're overwhelmed. Like, what do you use? And, um, and I think there are almost too many options. And so one of the things that my husband and I did every year was we would have um, a pre date, like a date before we started, before I started planning, actually, our date night included going out to dinner and somewhere quiet and, um, and then talking about each of our children and what goals we wanted them for them. So whether it was like a character quality, you know, like a child who might be more selfish um, or something that we were seeing that we didn't like, and we wanted to address that on uh, the worst thing you can do is just say, I hate when you're because I'm I'm like sometimes say way too much. You know, I say exactly, I always say, um, you know, or people tell me that, you know, we don't need to worry about what you think because whatever you're thinking, you say, I mean, I'm tactful. I keep my friends, uh, but I am going to be pretty honest with them uh, about a lot of things. So that was one thing that, that we found that, you know, in order to help raise our children, we needed to do it together and we needed to be on the same page. And so I think that that was, you know, one thing. And then also uh, the other challenge for me, especially was I would try to plan a year in advance. Okay. So this is a sketch of what we're going to do. And then if there was something that happened, um, like later on, my, my dad ended up moving in with us, which we had planned for, and we had built, you know, onto our house. But it was just kind of like things like like that that I wasn't quite preparing. I wasn't preparing for a huge renovation project. My husband's the builder, so he put up visqueen and a temporary wall. So, you know, I didn't have a kitchen for a period of time, but we had an outdoor kitchen. And he was like, "Isn't this great? We have an outdoor kitchen." You know, our, our 
we didn't have a, we did have a stove, but he, we didn't plug it in. So we grilled a lot and he always made the best of things. You know, I wasn't quite as happy with my outdoor kitchen. I mean, like the refrigerator was out on the lanai. So it was, but it was, it was a challenge because we homeschooled outside, you know, for a while. And so, you know, there's construction workers and the kids want to stop. And so I think that part of homeschooling, you know, if your kids are in school and you're going to do a big renovation or there's something that happens with, you know, a parent, if your kids are in school and it doesn't matter, but we had to really look at it and say, you know what, Um, here's your math problems. And if you do these 10 really well, I don't care if there's 50 in in the book, you don't have to finish all of them. Or like I would pretest for certain things. You know, I'm going to go, I'm going to give you the test first. And, you know, of course there was some discussion, you know, which was like, you can't do that. I said, oh, yes, I can. I'm the teacher. Uh, So, you know, they weren't really happy about that, but what it did, I said, I'm not going to count it. It's going to allow me to see where your weaknesses are. And so we targeted that. So I had to do some things that were like kind of shortcut uh, because we were a lot of our time was going to be preoccupied with the distractions, you know? Um, so that was, that was one um, aspect that to me was a little bit more difficult and challenging. And, you know, the end of the story is I realized in my homeschool journey that the most important thing was to raise godly children who love the Lord, loved family, love country, <laughs> And everything else you can learn, especially now with the internet, I never let my kids look up anything either, even back, back in the day when we didn't have quite the access to the internet, um, they still had to figure it out on, on their own before we looked things up. So, um, you know, that was, that was probably the hardest challenge. I love that. And it looks like you met, or it sounds like you met every challenge and then made it an adventure. You found a way to meet that challenge and make something of it. Looking back, what would you say is the biggest blessing that came from homeschooling? I probably wouldn't have said it at that point in time, at different times in my homeschool journey, but probably having my kids at home with me. Um, And even this summer, we were not expecting my son to be home. In fact, he was supposed to go off and do something else. Last year, last summer, he did a lot of training and he did actually two back-to-back trainings so that he didn't go this summer, but he thought he was going to go. I call it the camp counselor. (laughs) I know I'm like killing it all, but there's whatever he was supposed to do at one of the basic trainings that he wasn't going through it, but was going to help. Thank the Lord that didn't happen. And so he's home. He, you know, he's been home um, since the end of May through the end of July. And that to me is such a blessing. And I, I feel like that is such a gift. Um, the same thing happened, you know, and COVID was horrible. And I, you know, understand all that and schools were closed, but I had my two college kids home homeschooling, basically, you know, they were teaching themselves online with whatever their assignments were. And, you know, I saw that as a blessing. And so anytime I have with them, I consider a blessing. And it just, you know, we are a very uh, tight knit family. Um, I'm also blessed that, you know, my, my children and um, adult children live in Southwest Florida. So not that far away. And, you know, that 
to me has been such a journey. And one thing I want to preface it with is I know a lot of parents think, especially when your children get older, that you can be friends with them. And I will say that only happens when they leave home because they need to know that you are their parent, not that you, they can't come to you with anything. And I've always said to my children, you can come to me. You know, I may not be happy, but I'll get over it. So they, we've had an open door with discussing all kinds of things, whether they're faith focused or, you know, relationship or whatever that is. And I love my children that, you know, will tell me these things. You know, we have to realize too, at some point that, you know, they, they don't answer to us, they answer to the Lord, you know? And so that has also been something that we've been able to instill in our kids. And, and that has, um, you know, that, that probably is probably should have been the first thing is that we were able to bring them up with the love of God. Um, but also, you know, I, I'm, that was a selfish. Okay. So the good, the good answer is <laughs> we were able to instill faith in our children. And then the second part was my selfish part of it was, you know, having my kids with me. And I know you, you can relate crystal. <laughs> oh, for sure. I love your family focus. And I think yeah. that we're really in a society that is more focused on what others outside of the family think. And a total lack of respect for parents and authority. I love that you're so family focused and that you have such a love for your children. And that just really shines through and your love for the Lord just really shines. Every time I talk to you, I am so blessed to, by our time together. It is Back at you. <laughs> <laughs> you really oh, are such an amazing lady because on top of all that, you're a longtime entrepreneur. So would you tell us about Media Angels, the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network? Um, there's so many things you do. Would you tell us about all the things? Sure. Um, the first is that I, what people don't know is that when Neil was born and I was home from teaching, I really missed my classroom and my fellow teachers. You know, it's actually, we had moved to a new town, which was Fort Myers at the time. And so I was even away from, you know, my hometown and was two and a half hours away, not away, away, but, um, you know, my family lived a few hours away. So one of the things I, um, I love to read and didn't have time, you know, after, you know, high school, you don't really have a lot of time to read in college. And so I read a whole lot of different books. And, and so I was my, in my mind, I was writing this um, mystery adventure action packed book novel that was going to be turned into, you know, this best-selling movie. That was my grandiose plan. Um, little did I know, fast forward, you know, my first child was born in 1980. So 1994, I started Media Angels. The first book was going to be called Teaching Science and Having Fun. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no novel there. Um, that came out of homeschooling and listening to parents say, well, I'm putting my kids back um, as soon as I have to teach serious science. Because a lot of parents did nature science and things like that. That's doable, right? We can go to the nature center and look at animals and, you know, appreciate God's beautiful creation. But when you're talking about chemistry and 
all these other things, you know, that's just way, way too difficult. I started working with, with Neil and Christine at the beginning with a lot of science because that was uh, not cut and dry. Like two plus two is four. But with science, you have to think and you have a hypothesis and you have. So that was all of the critical thinking that my children needed, especially Neil, to start thinking. Because I would say to my husband, does he even think? Because Neil was speech delayed. So that was part of the, you know, he was speaking. Christina was translating, who was two years you know, younger. And we didn't, you know, you hear of these kids who talk and then their sibling translates what they're saying. And, and so, you know, we did a lot of speech therapy and occupational therapy, but that was the one thing that like, he just was excited about. And that really opened up learning for him. I was speaking a lot to homeschool groups on how to teach science in the home, not my topic, hated science as a kid, as an educator, as a homeschool parent, but my kids loved it again got involved, right? So I couldn't even say, oh, look at my, how great I am at science. And now I'm writing all the stuff about it. No, you know, one of my good friends is Dr. Jay Weil, who wrote the Apologia um, curriculum to begin with. And now he's, he's got another publisher, but uh, Dr. Jay and I would always be at conferences together. And, you know, I loved his book. When I first met him, I said, that was in high school level. Now he's got elementary. But when I first met him, I said to him, oh my gosh, you're not at all what I expected. And he kind of looked at me. I go, you're way younger. <laughs> he goes, he's really funny. He goes, oh, I thought you were going to say I'm much more better looking than you thought or whatever. We were laughing. But, um, you know, I've gotten to know him through the years. I've actually interviewed him quite a few times. And when I need something like, you know, explain climate change to me, um, I actually have a podcast that I did with him on that. And he explained how it's not a true notion. Um, and he did it scientifically. But I found that, there were certain things that I wanted to write. Then I joined up with Jill Whitlock, who was a creation scientist. She came from atheist to creationist, and we wrote the Media Angels for study guides. And all of that stuff's available on MediaAngels.com. So that started in 94, 95. I didn't even incorporate till 2004 because it was just a hobby. You know, I was just doing these things just for fun. And then the reason um, I started online conferences and the podcast network came later uh, was because um, we're actually going on year, I want to say year number eight, nine. I'm not even quite sure what exact year we're going on. But th the point is that I had all these kids, Crystal, and I'm homeschooling and I don't have time to go traveling around. And it was really, it was hard for me. I'm going to admit, you know, pride goes before the fall here, but it was hard for me because I was getting invitations all over, you know, go to Texas, go to California, go to Washington state. I realized my husband and I sat down and talked about it and he was just saying, you know, it's, we don't have anyone else to watch the kids, you know, and you can't really take them. And so I said, you know what, God, if you want those books to go out there, they'll go out. And we had distributors all over the place at one point when there was a lot of, uh, you know, before internet and there were a lot of homeschool vendors, we had about 60 to 70 different distributors, you know, homeschool vendors that went to shows and sold our books. So I could sit at home and um, have conferences when you know, one or two a year. At one point I had four during the year. That was too much. We kind of cut back until, you know, the Lord gave me the idea for the podcast network. And I thought, you know, it's, 
I can have my friends. And I did ask a lot of my homeschool friends um, that I've met through the years or people that I admired. And I said, you know, we could each have our own podcast and we could have our little home family, you know, if you will, um, and each do our own thing. And it was funny because a lot of times, you know, I called it the homeschool variety show that I thought, oh no, we're going to have different, a lot of the same topics. But even if you go on to, it's the ultimate homeschool podcast network.com and you do a search. So for example, if you search for um, history, you know, you'll see, you know, Crystal's podcast um, that is um, historyforchristianteens.com. You know, you can go right to it, but then you'll also see a lot of other topics that are history focused. And so no one has the same perspective. So even if we were doing something for, you know, like how to teach history, there would be different book selections or different, a different perspective. And so um, that has been such a blessing. And then our sister network is the ultimate Christian podcast network. And I have a podcast over there that I podcast on regularly. I'm actually back to every week with a new podcast. I took a every other week break for a while um, and did some replays in between. And that is a few minutes with God podcast. And um, if I have to admit something, I will admit that that one started when my children went off to college uh, because, as they said, I was not done homeschooling them. And so um, it was a short, brief podcast on a specific topic. Uh, So um, Michael is actually the one who's the second lieutenant currently. Um, He is he actually did the intro for me in that. And it was really cute because several of my in in town friends that heard that podcast asked me who I who was the professional I hired. And I think he he was he wasn't in high in college yet. I think he was still in high school when he did that. But he listened to some of the other intros that people did. And he did that one for me. You know, that one has continued on and, and, and that has been such a blessing for me, you know, so we are, I'm on Facebook. I have an Instagram account, but I'm not on there as much. Um, You can find me at, at Felice Gerwitz on Instagram or on Facebook, and I'm happy to connect with you and, and hear what you're doing. Probably social media is the easiest. I don't get to my emails as much as I should. Um, I've learned not to check them till one o'clock in the afternoon because I do get sucked into the vortex of, of so much. And um, praise God now, um, I have an amazing team of uh, other homeschool family women um, who help with this process. And, um, and so they always know how to reach me if it's something really important. So praise God for that. And, you know, I'm so thankful, Crystal, that you not only have the history for teens podcast with your husband, uh, that you're doing that one from a really neat perspective. Um, but also that you, you know, what's close to your heart are military homeschool families, and that now you have a place where, Um, People can share their hearts, even those of us that are brand new, Um, you know, I'm a military mom, you know, and just really will learn so much from what you're sharing, you know, about um, to this really special community. And there's always room in our military family for you. And so we (laughs) love new military spouses and moms and dads. And so welcome to the military family. Thank you. a big family and we love 
We love our newbies. Well, Felice, it has been an absolute blessing chatting with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you so much for having me. God bless. Thanks so much for listening in today. Links to all the resources mentioned will be included in our show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Military Homeschool Podcast. And please like and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single episode. I'll be back next week for another episode of the Military Homeschool Podcast. Have a blessed week. Thanks for listening in today. Be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. If you liked this podcast, please take a moment to give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. Links to the resources mentioned during the show today can be found in our show notes at militaryhomeschoolpodcast.com. Connect on Facebook at Military Homeschool Podcast or via email at militaryhomeschoolpodcast at gmail.com.